Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Laurel Langmire's weekly broadcast market awareness live stream. Happy to have you here in that period between the holidays uh, where we're just getting over Christmas, getting ready for the new year, and everyone is looking at their year-end review. As we get started, we'll love to have everyone on the live stream here. Go ahead and tell us whether it's on the Facebook post itself in the chat box below. Let us know what you're committing to in 2021. We're going to be talking a lot about commitments and talking a lot about changing our mindset away from that mainstream math to the more important millionaire maker math uh, during the course of the next 12 months. Laurel, it does not look like you're in New Orleans. You've changed. No, I moved. (laughs) I moved. This is my lifestyle weekend, you know, my uh, 21 days. Went to New Orleans. My son won the game. It was super fun. And then uh, we've been back and skiing and skiing and skiing. We're going to get four feet this weekend. So you will be seeing me broadcasting from out here. I'm out of Kirkwood, uh, which is actually on the California side, but they're being way cool out here. And um, yeah, took a break to come broadcast with y'all. And uh, as you said, the commitments need to be in the millionaires in training. So on um, December 15th, we had our new year, new you. We had a 20 day run and January 5th, mark your calendars for 12 noon Pacific. And we're going to be back and that will be, I will be back in the office and that will be a longer planning session. So today, just like last week is where are you now we're day 14. And uh, as far as 2021, you need to be completing 2020. And I'm going to go and just remind you of a few things that need to be happening. And are you caught up? So in the chat, put in a big why for yes, I've got some of my commitments done. Remember, they're smart commitments, right? Specific, measurable, achievable. They're realistic. They have a time frame oriented to them. Be very specific and uh, be posting them. So uh, Thomas and Steve, let's make sure that, you know, our team is responding and correcting statements versus, you know, real commitments. So be in the Millionaires in Training Facebook group, get your commitments done. And um, then we've got a few things we're just going to review to make sure you are on track for next week's planning. So let's review some of the social, like we've had, we're having a really fun giving away nearly $111,000 of gifts, prizes, bonuses, packages, Let's update a little bit on the social. I know just over the weekend, we added 50, 60 new people to that. And then the wildcard shuffle yesterday, eight people like won some major um, event tickets. So if you guys want to update on that, let's update on that. And then we're going to come into uh, just a review of the eight areas you need to be reviewing. Three techniques that we laid out a couple of weeks ago. I want to review, make sure you're on track. And then I have a guest, Scott Arden, joining because today is your due day. You either save 2020 or you're going to get killed in taxes. So let's start with our social and our uh, wildcard shuffle. Um, where are we on some of the statistics and giveaway? We're doing tons of giveaways right now. If you have not yet signed up for those, uh, you want to go to nyny2021.com to get signed up. 
for the events that we have going on, you will learn that we're giving over $100,000 away in coaching programs, products, and so on uh, to help you, as we talked about earlier, get to that millionaire maker math, moving away from the mainstream math that so many people fall in the line to, those inherited financial behaviors that Laurel talks about, and into the actual actions and behaviors you want to be using to get towards that millionaire maker math uh, alongside of that. And I believe uh, Steve and Andrew are going to be coming up with some of the stats here, but I do know we have hundreds of people. I think we're close to uh, actually over several thousand now um, who are participating in the contest itself. We are giving away 200 K challenge packages, which help people add guaranteed $100,000 of revenue to their company. Uh, And there's a guarantee to that, that we'll talk a little bit about later, but again, all coming to, Fruition when it comes to the new year, the new year, new you webinar uh, that's going to be held and really focusing on the eight specific areas that we talk about what you need to make commitments in in order to be successful in the course of the new year. So uh, the team is still coming up with stats. Laurel, we'll try to get those out here as soon as we can. But, you know, one of the things that we talk here about the slides, uh, Laurel, you know, I'll give you four quick points. You know, over 88 percent of New Year's resolutions fails. They usually fail because there's a lack of commitment, and they also uh, fail due to a lack of sequencing. So talk a little bit about, you know, why we don't do resolutions, why we do commitments. Yeah, and your commitments, again, they're smart, and they're specific. And sequenced, they should be building on each other. And one thing should be affecting the next thing. So, you know, as you put together, I mean, our team's, you know, wrapping up our planning right now, and your Q1 for those of you who took a bunch of time off or didn't get your marketing done, right? 21 leads, your two sales, whatever your numbers are, you're going to really use Q1 to ramp that up. And then by Q2, 3, and 4, increase that by 5, 10, you know, 15% growth, depending on what you're going to be doing. Putting you in certain initiatives, just lay out a big calendar and put in the things that you really want to do. A lot of you aren't used to that level of planning, but we will plan all of next year as we head into next week. We'll be sharing some of ours, which uh, many of you will be involved in. We are going to be doing the uh, how to buy and sell a company. So if you're in a position, you want to sell it, what do you need to be preparing? If you want to look around in your community to buy that local or help partner into those local restaurants, hair salons, auto body shops, I mean, all the stuff's falling down. Say laundry mats are needing help. There's not a business that doesn't need some financial support. And yes, there'll be another stimulus package. Unfortunately, it looks like other parts of the world are getting it before the United States. So a little disappointing, but you're going to have to have an entity. If you guys want to make sure Scott's on, Scott will talk about you having an LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp in the United States so you can qualify for those stimulus packages. And you've got to get incorporated. Like today is doomsday. You've got to figure it out with Scott and the team. But that sequence is critical for what you're doing. And um, I think that's where our coaching is just so different than anyone else is we look at what you're really doing and put it in the right order. Because a lot of you are doing a lot of things right. They're just so out of order. You keep lapping yourself. You know, the Kiyosaki calls it the rat race. You lap yourself over and over and over. Um, little stuff like you pay off debt versus why aren't you putting money into the market right now? Why aren't you buying, you know, Bitcoin and digital currencies right now? Why aren't you looking at how to buy and sell some of these companies and getting your money to work versus pay off other people? And we're not saying being irresponsible with that, but that is a huge cycle we've got to break for you. So that's a big one. And um, let's go into the eight areas, you guys. Here are the eight areas. Laura, I'll read them one by one. Give you a little uh, chance to talk about each one. Eight keys to success. First one, obviously, money. 
money. And I'm going to go one and two, because one and two, a lot of times you guys collapse them. You think that your business uh, or your job is your money and it's not your money is your money and it's different. It should be in flip. Your entity should be making money. If you have a job, that's fine. I have a job. I actually have two W2s coming into this year because one of them is the only way to get paid. But that doesn't mean my W-2 is the same money as my entity is the same money as flip, same money as my digital currency, same money as my real estate money. So money is money. That's your wealth plan we've been talking about. Then you, your career, it's like, what's your personal development, right? So things that we're doing this year, I'm doing with Kyle, we're going to launch that kid's book. We're going to look very strategically at putting that into homeschools. I'm going to start the buy and sell you know, business uh, program. So personal development is what are you going to do to develop? right? That's totally different, has nothing to do with money. So what's your growth? What's your, you know, kids growth? I think I shared my stocking activity and it was interesting. I told the kids, you know, they're old enough, we can move to journals. And they're like, nope, got to do the stocking. So, you know, we literally cut out the shape of a stocking. And on one side, you put down all the things in 2020 that happened and or didn't happen, right? It's the next slide. We'll talk about what start, stops and continues are. And then you plan 2021 in these, all these areas of your life. You've got to set at least one or two different goals. Don't go crazy. Um, the mistake a lot of people make on this activity is you'll have, you know, 19 things in the money category and 21 things you're going to fix in the, in the career category. And so then there's what health, spirituality, family, significant relationship, your physical environment. I make a big deal of that. Um, just where you are, uh, like me living in the mountains is critical for just who I am. I couldn't live in flatlands. Just I, I grew up in Nebraska, lovely place. Couldn't be there. I need to be up here. I need to be in the mountains. Now, one of my friends texted me and they said, are you at church today? And I said, absolutely. And we knew exactly what we, we meant. I said, when you're at 10,000 feet, you're close to God. So you guys like take all this stuff seriously and really, you know, spend some time, take some walks. Get out behind your Netflix originals or Hulu originals and set goals in every one of these areas. My point about the number of goals is let's just say, I use this as an example before, you do three things in each area. That's 24 things to work on in a year. That's a that's two a month. And it won't go like that. It's going to go in order you know, priority. Some of you, you know, you're just going to say, for right now, I can't see my, my family. Like, we can't see our family right now because um, of a lot of issues. Mainly, I can't go to Canada. So that one won't have a lot of activity in this besides calls and phone calls and Zoom, right? So prioritize them. Like, you could have five in money and maybe one in, you know, family or one in health. You've worked on health this year with COVID. Or, you know, you did the COVID 15 and 20 and you maybe should work on that. So don't get that number too big is the point of doing these. Um, you get too many things and you're going to get overwhelmed. And the gap analysis, that that momentum gap of where you are versus where you want to go, it won't fill in. So when you're not feeling motivated, it's usually what I say, your identification of your gap, like where you are baseline and where you want to be. It's just either too far off or it's too easy. So it's got to have the right tension, we call it. So we'll coach you through that as you you know lean farther into our coaching. But this one needs to get done. And doing it over the first of the year is like a perfect time. It's a great uh, 30th and 31st is when we work on them very seriously and then, you know, kind of report them out on the first. That's one thing to do just to get caught up if you haven't done it. Um, And we're going to review this even more. We want to see things next week. So we're doing more of a review job this week because next Tuesday, Jan 5, we've been 21 days into doing this. We want to see what you're really doing. So be ready to report that out. 
So on the next slide, we talk about now, what do you do? So now these are the things that you want to do. As you review 2020, the way you look at the next slide, the start, stops, and continues is, you know, what do you need to start doing, stop doing, and continue doing? If you want to move to that next slide, Steve. So what you look at are the, these different areas and say, so what do you need to start doing? Like some of you need to start, whatever, going to the gym, doing some, you know, more personal thinking time. So, you know, what are you going to start doing in all these categories? And then what do you need to stop doing? A lot of you, your stops are what's the problem is you're not stopping. You know, those people called your friends and family with money. If they don't want this conversation, don't convince them. Just do it for yourself this year. And then what are you going to continue doing? So not everything you do is wrong. And then there's a sequence to it. So you identify what you want to do. You look at your start, stops, and continues. Then the next one is you, you know, I always say compare it to this gap analysis. You know, really do your baseline of where you are versus what you want. And you've got to set some of that right tension. Oh, yeah, I guess that's some ABC goals, too. This is a bigger one for next week. So once you know what you want, then we're going to do your ABCs. So ABA goals are like, they're, they are no kidding. You have to get it. B, it's like, eh, if I get it, I get it not as important as the A goal. So say at the end, you end up with 24 things you're going to do, you know, you could have 10 A goals, eight, you know, B goals, and then a few C goals. So it doesn't have to be equal. It just has to be the right tension for each of your goal setting. So we have kind of a little bit of work to do. Again, identify the eight areas where your start stops and continues and prioritize them, ABCs. And then I think the next slide is the gap, which is just test your motivation. You know, are you willing to get up every morning and say, this is my baseline, whether it's your health, your spirituality, your money. Say, this is my baseline and I'm not doing this. I, um, I used to have knowledge, like our internal team, I think, took this more seriously this year than I've ever seen our team take it seriously. They got in, uh, almost all of them got incorporated. They got flip accounts. They're putting extra things they're doing as extra money into flip or digital currencies. And like really, really, mo majority of our whole team is thoroughly living the work. And you got to have that right tension and you got to have some right structures in place to make sure that you're going to, you're going to hit them. So again, next week, critical week. Um, don't want to, you know, burn next week's thunder, but next week we're going to go through all of these thoroughly and the goals that you walk out with your 2021 plan validated, not done. Then you need to do some work before. That's why I wanted to review this. And, uh, where can they get this link so they can review some of these slides and, uh, print off some of these downloads? I do know that we're going to have some links here for, for some of the, um, uh, to allow people to have a conversation with Scott. I'd have to check with Steve real quick to see if we have these slides ready in advance of next week's webinar. That might be something we need to do real quick and then reply back onto the post on Facebook once we have it uh, ready to go. Why don't we put it on the Millionaires in Training? Just kind of put it up front and center on the Millionaires sure. in Training. And that way you got to go over there to write your commitments down, everything. So everything just stays front and center there. Get your commitments, go through these activities. And uh, again, next week, we'll be spending a bunch of time really working it through, answering questions. I'll be live in the office. So, you know, I won't be out on a ski hill or running around the French Quarter, I promise. But had to do it. It's too much fun. <laughs> and then again, the biggest thing, anything else to kind of wrap that up? Um, let's talk about, let's go back to maybe the social statistics and wildcard shuffle. Tons yeah. of people are getting great gifts. And then I want to wrap the call up with Scott talking about entities and why it is critical to save 2020. So I just talked to the, the team uh, and Andrew said we had over 171 winners uh, wow. so far of the different prizes and uh, items we've put up. 
uh, across the contest. So plenty of stuff uh, out there, but also plenty of things still waiting to be won. So go to NYNY 2021. Steve will put the link here uh, in the chat box in just a second. You can get registered. If you not yet done so, uh, get entered into the contest and you'll be able to uh, potentially win as well, too. Awesome. All right. So head over there, get registered again, 12 noon next week. We will be going for at least, I mean, plan on maybe even an hour and a half, depending on how much work you've pre-done versus what work we have to get done. And uh, we want that to be the icing on the cake. The only other day left for those of you in the big table is again, next Wednesday, January 6th from 10 to 6. We will have a lot of business development, but that's not all eight areas. We're really talking about your business development, your entity growth, getting that $100, $200 million a year. So uh, we'll be talking about podcasts, LinkedIn, using virtual assistants, business plans. And that's a subset of your wealth plan. So next Tuesday, big day. So I'm going to turn the call back to you guys and to Scott. Welcome back, Scott. Well, thank you. <laughs> and uh, Looks talk like you're having fun bit. up there. <laughs> I'm, I cannot wait. We had good, good new snow last night. So talk a little bit while well, you had fun yesterday bombing around on side by sides and shooting guns with, you know, my son and husband. So yes. uh, <laughs> getting our, our plane. Four day to do it. <laughs> getting and I uh, got 48 hours, folks. Tell them why this entity. And, uh, you know, I always say there's a lot more reasons to do it. But in the in the case of you being able to get any SBA or stimulus, you're going to have to have an entity and you're going to have to have a P&L from 2020. So even if right. it doesn't look good, it doesn't matter how good the PNL looks. It matters that you have an entity to apply for. So Scott, I'll let you uh, wrap up our call. I appreciate uh, you guys being out here, and uh, I'm going to go hit the slopes. Awesome, have fun. Thanks. All right, bye bye. All right. So yeah, definitely. You know, as Laura was talking about, it's uh, it's extremely imperative um, of having this entity taking advantage of the EIDL loans, the PPP loans, you know, things like that. Um, they can only be applied to having an entity, even if you've got a sole proprietorship. Again, you know, they're they're not really eligible for. Uh, those SBA type of loans. Again, that's, you know, what that is, is really a building business credit versus, you know, relying on your personal uh, FICO score. So definitely is imperative right now. We are in the 11th hour, 59th minute, obviously, uh, of the year. And, uh, you know, if we want to be able to take advantage of certain write-offs that, you know, maybe you've had some income, you need to take advantage of some deductions, paid for educational expenses, you know, things like that, that you want to be able to carry into a new year and make them tax deductible. The only way to do so is to, in fact, have that entity established here in 2020. Uh, most states, we can get an entity filed within that time frame. However, there are still some states that may push it to after the beginning of the year. So if you want to be able to, you know, take advantage of those tax deductions, those, uh, you know, the ability to build credit, take advantage of the SBA EIDL loans and the PPP loans, we've got to get that entity structured <laughs> like within the next 48 hours, as Laura was saying. Otherwise, we're right up to the wire and it's going to be virtually impossible. So, and I can talk about having entities in place, I guess, uh, you know, maybe if there's questions, what to do next, if, uh, you know, you've, you've maybe started the process of putting an entity, uh, you know, in place, but you've got some questions about it, definitely put them in the chat or, uh, I don't know, can they come on the, the video, Thomas, or? Let's go ahead and have them, um, 
be in the chat box because uh, that'll be a little bit easier to manage uh, from a crowd yeah. perspective. Now, I will say this much, Scott, because there are different entities out there, and I know this is a larger conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. But give a general breakdown of, of the entities that you most commonly help people set up and what they're ideal for, right? Because I know a lot of people kind of get confused between S-Corps, C-Corps, LLC, Trust, you know, all the, everything that's yeah. potentially out there. And I think just having some firsthand knowledge, kind of quick definitions and more importantly, distinctions and what would that be good for would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, the most common entity that we establish is an LLC. The beautiful thing about LLCs is they have a lot of flexibility. Uh, First, when it comes to the overall method of taxation, an LLC can be taxed as a single member or sole proprietorship for tax purposes. If it's two or more individuals or two or more companies, it can be taxed as a partnership, but it can also be taxed as an S and a C corp. So it's really become one of the you know most widely used entities uh, nowadays. Now, the difference between an LLC and a corporation really is it has a, a corporation or strike that an LLC has articles of organization and an operating agreement. Corporations have bylaws and articles of incorporation. That's really the defining factor. So LLCs are the most common if you're getting into real estate, if you're going into a joint venture or a partnership, whatever it is, or maybe, you know, you and another company are bringing intellectual property together. Great vehicle because of its ability for flexibility of the taxation, but also that the LLC can in fact be owned by other entities, whereas like the S Corporation cannot be owned by other entities or non-U.S. citizens. So LLCs are really the most common, but as we start getting into the business, you know, really evaluating it, looking at, are we just starting out? Are you doing a little bit of freelance work, maybe working out of a home office? You've got few employees, things like that. Uh, and you don't have a partner, you'd probably want to be looking at the structure of an S corporation that's going to provide you the most tax benefits and also the protection that if the company is challenged due to an audit, a contract dispute, whatever liability issue, that it will in fact protect you. And then with an S corp, the difference between an S and a C corp is really its overall method of taxation, meaning corporations are their own individual taxpayers whereas S corporations are pass-through entities, meaning whatever's left over in the company will distribute to the shareholder based upon their percentage of ownership. So like I said, if you're just starting out, you've got a freelance business, you don't know exactly what you're gonna be making and you want the losses to pass through, an S corp is the best way to go. Now, if you're making a ton of money, You've maybe developed some intellectual property. You want to separate out income that your business is making from your personal return. That's where we start looking at the benefits of a C-Corp. But like I said, the C-Corp is its own individual taxpayer. So whatever you pay yourself is what you pay taxes on. And whatever's left over in the company, the company will pay taxes on. So those are the, the differences. But like I said, most common is an LLC just due to the fact that it has its flexibility in taxation that can be taxed as an S partnership or C Corp. Does that kind of explain it there pretty well, Thomas? Perfect. As a perfect explanation, I know it's something that we come across a lot on the fast cash coaching calls and just our coaching calls in general. People always ask, you know, what's the right 
entity for me. And I said, I don't know, ask Scott. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> there's considerations uh, in there that you need to consider. Uh, but you're absolutely right. Want to get that set up sooner rather than later. It's kind of like a tree. Uh, or it's kind of like planting a tree, right, Scott? You know, the best time to set up your entity would have been two years ago or whenever you started. The second best time is now, just like, you know, you plant a tree. So with that being said, if you're interested, we have the link in the box below. Go to ashwell.com slash entity. And that will give you the opportunity um, to set up a time with Scott, not only to discuss how you can set up an entity if you've not yet done so, But Scott is also able to review your entity structures. And if there's something that would be advantageous for you to change, reset, whatnot, Scott can certainly uh, begin the process of that at the same time as well, too. And I know that we have some Canadian clients out there as well. We aren't specific to the U.S. We can, in fact, help structure Canadian companies. And one of the similarities between a Canada and a U.S.-based business are the compliance requirements. So if you do have a U.S. or a Canada-based company already, but, you know, you're maybe concerned about the compliance, have you been doing what is necessary? I'd love to do a review. The compliance requirements are the exact same in the U.S. and in Canada. So we do specialize in uh, both countries. Perfect. So again, folks, go to askwell.com slash entity. When it comes to uh, needing to reset your entity or get a new one, Scott, we're going to go ahead. We're at the bottom of the hour. I'll go ahead and give you uh, the chance to have any final last words. Um, you didn't know you're doing this, but this is the last live stream of 2020, and it is in uh, your honor to do the last words before we head into the new year. So, any words of wisdom when it comes to entity to close out 2020? Well, you know, I mean, like I said, it, it really it's going to be. If you want to take advantage of it, take the jump, make that leap, you know, get it taken care of. If it's something that's on your checklist that you know you need to get done, just get it done because then we can move into the new year looking forward. What are we planning on for Q1 and Q2? You know, rather than going, well, let's kind of clean up what I did in the past and then focus on that because that's going to just push us further down the road. So definitely reach out, utilize those links contact my office. We'll get enough time set up. We can do a review. And yeah, Eileen, exactly. Start 2021 off right. Uh, that's that's really all I can say. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, on behalf of Laura Langmeyer uh, and everyone here at the Team Warmwood, thank you all for hopping on. Again, if you've not yet done so, go to askworld.com slash entity. Uh, so you can set up a time to talk to Scott and get squared away. Uh, and put yourself uh, in that legal protection that is absolutely necessary for those of you building out your wealth plan. Um, Steve, unless there's anything you want to add, I'm going to go ahead and uh, say we shut it down. Wish everyone a happy new year and a happy safe New Year's Eve and look forward to working with you all in 2021 uh, as we put 2020 behind us and look forward to the opportunity that a new year brings. Happy New Year. Thank you, Scott. Happy New Year to everyone out there. And we'll go ahead and shut it down. Uh, Enjoy safe. And uh, we'll see you all next year. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmeyer, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for 
past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth-building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week. Thank you.